Welcome to Voices of the Valley, uh, first episode. This is a storytelling kind of podcast. Uh, my name is Connor Dorr. I'm your host today, and I'm here with my first guest, Joey Fernandez. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you do the, the Glacier Guys podcast here, mm-hmm. and you also do, you're the sports editor for the paper, right? Yep. Yeah, so what what's that like? Like, what got you into, like, wanting to do the editing? and? Uh, so... How it really started is I obviously just came here my first semester right out of high school, thought I wanted to do computer science. I don't know. I thought mm-hmm. coding would be cool, and I took the class in high school and all that stuff. Yeah. But it was it was all right, you know. I then I realized uh, I probably don't want to do that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it takes like I mean I've heard that it just it's so grueling and there's so much time mm-hmm. you have to put into it and. I just can't do that. I don't have the attention span to be able to just sit at my computer all day, like oh just yeah. typing meaningless things. <laughs> yeah, dude, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so I've always been big into sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, my friend Ethan, who was the previous sports editor before me, mm-hmm. uh, he he kind of got me into it. He kind of, I don't know, he just asked me if I wanted to do it, and I was like, sure, yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. So I, I got into it, decided to do it, and... I kind of just liked it. I, I was like the sports editor intern, I guess, was mm-hmm. my title. And then uh, I kind of just gradually switched it up a little bit. Like the next semester, I was the arts and entertainment editor because mm-hmm. Ethan was obviously still the sports one. And then I eventually moved into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually we started our own podcast and stuff, and I just kind of liked it. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, so when you started Glacier, guys, what was like the overall goal for it? Um, mostly experience yeah. because – I'm not the most like naturally outgoing guy, yeah. but I feel like I got a lot better as time went on. You oh know? yeah, because uh, I, I just I don't know. It just felt weird at first. Like I went there and I was all nervous and I was typing on the document. Like almost wanted like a script. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like it's better without with less preparation mm-hmm. for me personally, at least. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like with when you don't prepare to do a conversation it Mm. comes out a lot more naturally yeah exactly and you don't sound like a robot just reading it you know yeah like uh, like i'm reading a teleprompter the whole time like it's an advertisement or something exactly (laughs) for like the softball team or something (laughs) like that yeah Yeah. so um yeah that's cool man so how long have you been doing glacier guys has it been over a year now um yeah this is uh yeah, this I just did my twenty this twenty seventh episode I believe so mm-hmm. it la- we started it last February so just about a year just yeah. about a year cool mm-hmm. and now it's just you now because Ethan's graduated yeah now. I just did my first solo one which is not bad actually mm-hmm. I uh, I thought it was gonna be a lot different like I thought I was gonna be like resetting and doing takes and had to do a lot of cuts and stuff yeah. but I uh, I messed up once on the on the intro because I wasn't used to being like the uh, the one doing all the introductions and stuff oh but yeah. But uh, after that, I was it was pretty smooth, honestly. Mm-hmm. I I was kind of surprised. I didn't really have to look at my my notes or anything like that. I was just kind of talking. Mm-hmm. As a as a fellow podcaster, how would you rate <laughs> my first intro? Pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not too bad. You yeah. seem pretty uh pretty chill, pretty natural. Yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just going with the flow. Exactly. So, um. So where'd you go to high school? I went to Richards. Went to Richards. Okay. Yeah. And where's that in? Like, what's it? Uh, Oak Lawn, Illinois. Oak Lawn. Oh, well, it's not too far from here. It's like 15 minutes yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. I used to live in Hickory, so, like, okay, that's, like, okay. right down the street. You okay. Know? Like, uh, you just go down 95th. Where'd you go? I went to Stag. Okay, okay. Yeah, which is, like, right down the street from here. <laughs> yeah, big yeah. change of scenery. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but now I live in Bolingbroke. But, oh, okay. Um, uh, how, uh, you know, when you grew up there, like, how did that, like, 
what about coding like came up while you were growing up like um did you just really like computers did you like video games and stuff like yeah that? i grew up my my life was just kind of video games and sports like that was the two aspects yeah. of my life so i would always bounce back and forth and oh yeah, that makes i sense. was always interested in technology and stuff mm-hmm. and in high school i just kind of took like basic coding classes mm-hmm. and i was i don't know i mean it was pretty easy so like yeah. i thought i would like it and then I took AP Computer Science, and that was when it kind of like maybe this is kind of hard. Like this oh is like yeah. not as easy as I think. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. And my friend freshman year of college took a coding class, and he told me about it and how much time he was spending on it. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really like that lifestyle. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not not really digging that. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I've never tried coding. I mean, I know we had like this little like game we would do mm-hmm. in my I think eighth grade year. I went to Conradie for middle school. Okay, I've and like, that. Uh, but I don't remember anything about it. It was just trying to get kids into it because it's like a big like growing field right now. Mm-hmm. It's computer stuff. And, yeah, exactly. And so like yeah, so I understand why you wanted to do it, but yeah, sitting at your desk all day. It's hard, man. That's hard. Yeah. To to get going. Did you play any sports growing up? Yeah, I played baseball for the most part. I played like yeah. other sports. Like, what was your position? Uh, I was a. I played first base and I pitched. Oh, me too, dude. No really? Way. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, and shortstop too. But I was a lefty. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, I'm a lefty too. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And the lefty pitchers, man, that's always like mm. something that they yeah. love. Coaches love me for that <laughs> stuff. That's the best. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So. Uh, Man, that's very interesting. Did you play anything else besides baseball? Uh, yeah, I played basketball in like middle school. I mean, I, I kind of sucked. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of I was just, like slightly taller for my age. So oh yeah, yeah. That's really all it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, football never was my thing. I played freshman year, but that was yeah. really about it. Yeah, man. I was I got into football probably my junior year of high school, and by that time, really? yeah, by that time I was you know I'm naturally skinny. I didn't have any muscle on me. Or yeah. like I was like I'm gonna get killed if I go <laughs> out there. There's yeah. no way that I'm doing that. Yeah, I uh, I played freshman year and I had yeah I had no muscle on my body whatsoever. And yeah. uh, there's like Division one players in my position group because I was a linebacker. Oh wow. Yeah, and I was just getting smoked. <laughs> 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 Absolutely laid out every time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, for the same thing with Stag, man, because we always had such a terrible football program. Uh-huh. And we, I remember one year the coach was just trying to keep his job. Oh, okay. And he, and he picked, because they get to pick their schedule, uh-huh. he picked all, like, the easiest teams <laughs> to play. That's and funny. we still got fucking smoked. <laughs> <laughs> what does that yeah. say about <laughs> I don't know. It says a lot about the coach, about the players. I don't mm. know. We never had – we had uh, two running backs that could have went Division One, but they didn't focus on the school okay. enough. Okay, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where they are. I honestly think I know who you're talking about. Uh, let me give him the name. What's up? You know the name? What's his? Uh, he was my friend David's friend. Uh, Reed, maybe. Reed Modest. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I grew up with that kid. Okay, yeah. And he uh, was. Uh, and I you would you know David Cassiano then? Yeah, I know David yeah, Cassiano. That's yeah, my boy. Yeah, he plays baseball too. He's really big. Yeah, baseball yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a cool kid. Yeah, I think I met him in middle school. Yeah, oh. that's how I knew what mid- what middle school that was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, interesting, man. So uh, going even further back, like. Uh, uh what what's like your first memory like ever yeah like ever like what's like the first thing you could ever remember oh man that's tough that is tough that mm-hmm. is kind of a spring on question yeah uh probably going to my grandma's house um we used to go there like every weekend me and my me and my brother who's yeah. 
uh, he's 20 months apart from me, so a little less than two years. Mm -hmm. uh, and we would go there every weekend, and our cousins would be there also. I have a cousin that's my age, but he's like a couple months younger, and then one that's like two years older. And all yeah. of us just kind of grew up together there. Mm -hmm. And uh, that those are some of my first memories that I can really think of. Yeah, uh, like we would be sitting there playing like the original Xbox or like PlayStation oh, dude, Two. Oh, your, like your grandma had that. All yeah, time. yeah, she would <laughs> she would buy that stuff and she would just have it there for us. And dude, stuff. that's awesome. Grandmas are sick. always coming clutch with like that. <laughs> the best. Know? Yeah, for the grandchildren. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my grandma had a pool table in her basement. Mm. I remember that, but yeah, she. Uh, what was your first console? Was it the original Xbox? Uh, mine personally. Yeah. Probably the PlayStation Two or the Wii. Those are probably yeah. my first two. Yeah, maybe a GameCube, I'm thinking. Oh, wow. I had, like, handheld, mm -hmm. like, uh, Game Boys. I guess you could count that oh, as my yeah. first. Well, that's not a console, though, but yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I guess the handhelds. I don't know if you call them a console. I mean, my first thing, I guess, was the PSP, technically. Ooh, PSP was yeah. fire. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, my first game, I think, was Wally. -E. <laughs> yeah, man, that game was awesome. It's a funny game. Uh, that's awesome. What were some of your games growing up? Uh, my first, so like my first console, like actual console would have been the 360. Okay. And I got Re Halo Reach with that, Ooh. which is like, you know, Halo series, you know, enough has been said about it. It's mm -hmm. pretty good. And then, uh, you know, got into all the Call of Duties after that, yeah. you know, just like standard stuff. But now like I play a lot of, uh, I like playing a lot of indie games, like, you Ooh, know, just stuff okay. with more story based. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel you on that. Yeah. What about you? I'm, uh. I, I'm a Call of Duty guy at heart yeah. for sure. I uh, grew up. Uh, they have like this uh, this website you can go on for Xbox. They have like their anniversary, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's called Xbox Museum or something like mm -hmm. that. And uh, you can see like your most played games of all time on your Xbox account. No way. And literally four out of the five were Call of Duty games. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was Black Ops 2 was number one, I believe. Black Ops 2 yeah. was a good one. I think me, it would have probably go Black Ops 1. In the world at war that was number two of black ops one yeah. black ops one was fire man that's the only game like because you know how they have that prestige system yeah i never would i would always be like i unlocked everything <laughs> why why would i prestige exactly was, i would yeah. stick at 55 that was the only game i'm prestiging because i was like playing it like crazy <laughs> i love that game yeah man. man what other uh what other games besides shooters do you think uh sports games yeah uh like the classic like gta obviously mm -hmm. and like rocket league and stuff like oh, that. oh yeah 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 i would branch out a little bit you mm -hmm. know like i would play some story games like la noir i don't know if you ever knew what that yeah, was yeah i know la noir uh and then um hitman like some of those Hitman's games good. yeah i my dad would just kind of buy me games and i would kind of oh that's <laughs> awesome just play them yeah growing yeah. up i don't know if you remember this but do you remember the the channel g4 like it was on yes yes it's yeah. gone now but yeah i ask every gamer if they remember that because that was the <laughs> stuff man i yes. loved it i was big into youtube as a kid i don't know about uh, yeah. you i was too yeah yeah, yeah. i <laughs> minecraft yeah i just i don't know why i forgot about minecraft, minecraft. That was yeah dude expanded my imagination yeah. so much exactly like <laughs> yeah minecraft was definitely my childhood favorite it was definitely my childhood favorite yeah man i play i even played that like over 2020 when everyone was quarantined <laughs> and stuff me and my friends just bought like a realm on okay. the 316 we just made like whatever we wanted you know funny that you say that yeah. i uh me and my friends did like something very similar to mm -hmm. that but we played gta Oh yeah. Yeah, we would do that. We would play like 
probably get out around like four or five p.m. and yeah. play till like seven in the morning. Like yes. outrageous exactly. times. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what we do. Right? It would it would be so fun though. Like it was some of the most fun I've ever had playing video games ever. Oh yeah. 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 It, it's all those moments when you're with your boys and it's late at night and you know you should go to sleep, <laughs> but you're up just playing is always the best times. Oh like, yeah. Um, the best conversations. Best conversations. <laughs> best times. You know, you're loose. You know, you're probably doing some <laughs> other stuff. Like, it's it's a great time. I love that stuff, man. And uh, you know, when the heist came out on GTA 2, mm-hmm. yeah. that's when that's when I really amped up my game with that. Yeah, that game. I love that. It was uh, that was that was some great times. Mm-hmm. I uh, we all did during quarantine. I don't know if you ever heard of it, where you go if you go through all the heists without dying once. Mm-hmm then you you get like there's like a challenge where you get like 12 million dollars each or something yeah like that. yeah yeah it's called like uh like unbreakable or something yeah like something that. like that yeah. yeah we uh we spent like three weeks doing that dude uh, there's <laughs> no way i could yeah i die so fast <laughs> we finally did it yeah. but we figured out a way around it not gonna lie oh like, yeah. i'm not gonna sit here and act like we did it legit uh <laughs> what you would do is you would dashboard or like you would close the app out every time like one of them dies before like Oh, uh, the before the menu would come, would come up, up yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you just go back on and it'd be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, awesome. We just had to replay that whole mission. That's it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I want to like I want to sit here and act like I'm so like well, all of us are so good, <laughs> but no, 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 that's all right. I, mean, I guarantee you, almost everybody did that. Yeah, I mean, it was such a to cheat, get that. but it was. Yeah. I mean, it was so worth it. We mm-hmm. were just able to buy whatever we wanted. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Did you uh so like when you had like Christmas and stuff, would you go to your grandma's that over there? Um or w- did you go to a family's? Did you have it at your place? Uh well, typically it was more I don't know, my extended family wasn't we didn't always have like some sort of like big Christmas, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it was always just my siblings oh, and cool. then my parents, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh like we would just have I mean, we would have decent Christmases, not yeah. too bad. I always got what I really asked for and stuff. Oh, yeah, know? of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was always Christmas is my favorite holiday. I don't know. Oh yeah. Especially as I got older, I don't know. There's something about like I always enjoyed giving gifts more than of receiving them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like something about like like I I'm not like the most like charismatic person ever, so yeah. I always feel bad when I don't like give some big reaction when I receive a gift. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I'm sitting there like. Yeah, I'm Dope. the same exact way. Like, <laughs> like, I'm very flat, but inside I feel the excitement exactly. and everything. But it's not, like, I don't know how to, like, express that. Exactly. Like, you I know? feel like I'm putting on, like, a fake act if I even try to. So I'm, like, like I'm like, yeah, I messed with this. Like, that's that's all I got for you, really. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but, but, like, I, I, like, I feel good just giving mm-hmm. them that because other people are usually better at giving reactions than I am, you know? Yeah, I see what you're <laughs> saying. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, so giving made you feel like that was your reaction. Yeah, exactly. That's how much, yeah. I guess, like, that's what, like, gift giving is, like, at its core. Yeah. Depending on the gift you give, like, that's how much that person cares about you. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. I'm, like, not necessarily about the monetary value, kind of. It's, like, whether or not you went to the store five minutes before you went to give it to me or if yeah. you actually like you know thought it over a little bit you yeah know? like if it's something more personal than just exactly. like a new game or even if it's like a game you asked for like still that's like yeah that's cool yeah yeah, yeah. Like i mean something like they heard you you know and like that's what like that feeling you're comes paying from. attention exactly you're paying yeah. attention you feel understood and stuff exactly. yeah you know i wonder where like christmas even stemmed from like i know it's a christian holiday and yeah. like a religious holiday but i know like it goes way further it's way deeper than that yeah it goes way further but at the same time it also feels like a money grab <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i think just 
that's like the time we're living in though like every holiday is pretty much a money gram i mean yeah. valentine's day is coming up it's literally next week <laughs> yeah and like that is just like an excuse to go, t- go out on a date and spend yeah. money and no yeah go somewhere nice yeah i mean get flowers and all that stuff yeah i mean the, the holidays definitely have like good things to them don't get me wrong oh yeah but at the same time it's like a way for large corporations to take advantage of common mm-hmm. citizens you know exactly what I mean? like christmas it's almost like the pressure is put on people yeah. uh to to like provide mm-hmm. for like to um i don't know to like live up to the expectations of what others want them to because yeah. because of the way it's it's portrayed like yeah. by everyone like you feel like you have to spend a certain amount of money for other people you know yeah exactly so and the corporations take advantage of that oh yeah <laughs> not yeah. to get all preachy <laughs> yeah man i mean I, I work for a pretty big retail corporation right now me too and their whole <laughs> thing is like you know with this stuff coming up they make sure they have the sales like ready oh yeah months beforehand they like have charts of like (laughs) hey like this is how good we do this week before this holiday you know and it's like it's all planned out it's all business oriented yep you know they have like stuff playing like the music that they play during that time Mm. is all about you know whatever holidays coming up all the valentine's day stuff's on display in the front of the stores yeah Yeah, all that Mm -hmm. yeah like fragrance and like uh cosmetic stuff is Mm -hmm. always like you know big thing jewelry like big thing you know like it's all it's all like the like that stuff is now pushed to the front Mm -hmm. you know and it's just it's crazy to watch it like the machine work Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's just it's weird and i mean they're playing more like lovey-dovey songs (laughs) now and stuff like that so just to get you in the mood for it and it's all just like subconsciously i think it's just to get you to like spend your money (laughs) they're so good at that shit (laughs) exactly so good at it man so yeah do you think you ever see yourself working for a big corporation yeah i think i think so if, uh it's i'd prefer to have my freedom in that within that corporation yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh especially I think everyone does yeah yeah for sure i i like because especially since i want to be a writer or mm-hmm. a podcast or do some sort of content creation yeah. uh i'd prefer to not be held within a certain grounds mm-hmm. but if if so i think i could i think i could keep myself within it i don't know if i'd prefer that but if I got to do what I got to do, then that's how it is, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I prefer to have some independency. There's some companies out there that allow I, those that I'd prefer to work for just over yeah. over others. But it's I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of like the the barstool sports or the ESPN. Yeah, route. I was just about to say I could totally see you do some for barstool. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm really big into. I'm like I I, I keep up with a lot of their stuff <laughs> uh, just in general, like their blogs and their podcasts yeah. and stuff. And uh, they they give their uh, the people who are associated with them a lot of a lot of uh, breathing room and uh, mm-hmm. let them kind of do whatever they want and mm-hmm. their creative minds and stuff. So, yeah. but uh, with if you go more the ESPN route, then it's more like this is what you're gonna do, and then you stay within these grounds. Yeah. And uh, you say whatever as long as it's not like too controversial. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean I could see myself fitting in either way. It's just where i get an opportunity first i mean not saying i would only be working for those two yeah but you know what i mean like depending on the route and stuff yeah exactly i mean i think you've done enough so far where you could probably go get an internship somewhere I mean yeah that's that's what i'm hoping to do hoping mm-hmm. for the summer but we'll see mm-hmm. uh i know a few people that uh 
have connections within like local newspapers and stuff like cool. that and i might want to start there yeah and then try to build up you know yeah build up that resume yeah exactly yeah, yeah so the overall goal is to be a sports writer yeah hopefully yeah and wh- what do you think like fulfills you about that like whenever you write a good article on sports and like what what is fulfilling about being uh, a sports journalist to you i'm really passionate about it yeah. and uh i just like hearing feedback yeah positive or negative uh mm-hmm. i just like knowing that people are even reading it in the first place yeah you know what i mean And coming up with their own ideas exactly yeah. like the forming forming their own opinions on mm-hmm. my work as a whole and uh i just find that very interesting to see what goes through their mind because obviously i have my point of view and yeah. sometimes it could be viewed as tunnel vision because mm-hmm. that's the only view that i have obviously you know yeah and uh, i want to hear some outside the box thinking or i want to hear what I do wrong or how if my writing's too stale or if I do the same thing every time or mm-hmm. if that like the tendencies and stuff like that because I want to break those yeah. and I want to be able to expand you know yeah and uh I don't want to keep myself closed in you know yeah exactly so I you want to keep evolving as a writer exactly I find it very interesting especially with my podcasting yeah. too I uh like I want to know if I sound too monotone or if I'm too boring yeah or if I'm getting caught up in my words too much like I'm like my big tendency when I started podcasting mm-hmm. was I would say uh like in between like every word oh yeah because I'm like sitting there second guessing myself mm-hmm. like uh, uh uh you know mm-hmm. I and it used to make me so mad because I'd yeah. be thinking about it so much more and then I would do it even more you know like, yeah but uh, ever since I kept going I think I've gotten a lot better with it clearly but mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah I don't know it's mm-hmm. all of that passionate all that passion I have towards it I think kind of just fuels me and yeah. like makes me want to keep getting better you know because i feel like there's just never going to be an end mm-hmm. to me advancing as a writer or a podcaster mm-hmm. wow that's a really interesting i really like that answer yeah it does seem like you're really passionate about it and yeah. definitely like from the because f- i've listened to all the glacier guys ever oh, since really? i heard about all of them yeah so appreciate that yeah so from the first one to like the one you just did like mm-hmm. i could tell it's complete change it's completely better you could tell mm-hmm. it, it sounds better not, not even just like you the, the production sounds good you know? yeah you know and when you get guests on there you're way more natural with them now mm-hmm. like yeah so you know go check it out if you haven't yet <laughs> um so uh so do you think like would you ever want to own your own like company uh possibly yeah Yeah. if uh i'm not i'm never going to say uh, for sure no to really anything yeah because you never really know what path you're going to be taking you know what i mean yeah because i could i could start working for a large corporation or even a smaller corporation and be like i don't want to do this like i don't i don't want to have to speak up to someone else you know what i mean like i i i may want to be my own boss one day who knows you know Mm -hmm. i I'm just, I don't want to ever close myself off or be closed-minded towards anything in life, yeah. honestly. I want to always keep an open mind and be willing to hear other opportunities or hear other other people's thoughts on things, just yeah. in general, you know? Yeah. So, so you just, want, you like being part of that space where, like, yeah. with other writers. Or yeah. yeah. I like feedback is a big thing for me, yeah, clearly, cool. like, as I mm. said before. But yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So like when you get negative or positive feedback how do you take that like do you do you remember all those things that everyone has said and you keep going with it yeah i'm I'm very big into remembering things in my Mm -hmm. head i don't know there's just something about my memory like there's other things like common day-to-day things that i'll just naturally forget but it's something about when like someone tells me something like that i just it just kind of it's stitched in my brain you Mm -hmm. know 
uh like for me i have to write down anything i need to remember or yeah. i will forget it like i just know that's like a fact i don't know what that's from or when that started but yeah. like it's <laughs> just it's a thing that i have to do in order to remember stuff oh yeah, yeah. It, i'm big on that too yeah uh, i set reminders on my phone or i'll set alarms yeah. and i'll hear this I'll, as soon as i hear the noise i'm like okay i gotta do this <laughs> oh yeah so it, it triggers like a pathway in your brain like yeah. that sound like, exactly yeah, yeah that's cool uh yeah i kind of i've grown to hate the noise but mm-hmm. i exactly yeah you know i i don't remember who said this but it was some like philosophical person and he was like if you put a alarm to a noise you like you won't wake up but if you put an alarm to a noise you hate it'll wake you up yeah you know so it's always that's why like whenever any alarm clock sounds the way it does it sounds like yeah you hate that noise like i just have uh I have like just like that standard like alarm blaring kind of thing and i hate waking up i with a headache and everything (laughs) but you know i i just keep reminding myself like you know uh because like you know you're warm under those covers and stuff Mm -hmm. like that every morning i remind myself like i'm human was i born to feel nice yeah or was i born to go and do something and be a human being Mm -hmm. and that's what gets me out of bed every day yeah what do you think gets you out of bed every day um it's like the the feeling of like failure <laughs> honestly yeah you know what i mean like yeah. i'm like if i don't get up right now then i could easily not get that grade or i could yeah. easily get fired from my job you mm-hmm. know what i mean like and it's kind of like i'm almost scared of failure mm-hmm. and rejection in a way you know so yeah it's like i don't i don't want to i don't want to feel that feeling so mm-hmm. i'm gonna force myself to get up whether i like it or not it's yeah. not even like the the positive feeling it's the feeling of the potential negative feeling yeah which is, I don't know if that's the right way to go about it, but it gets me up in the morning, so it's kind of, you know. I mean, whatever your motivation is, exactly. man, I mean, run with it. As long as it doesn't, like, tear you down, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it seems like it helps you more than no, it yeah. hurts you. Eventually, like, eventually, after I, like, get up, shower, wake up, and all that, I'll I'll have a positive thought in my head, but. Exactly, it's, yeah. It's just that feeling of, like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, like, we're all human. We've, like, we failed before, mm-hmm. you know. So, when you have failed, like. How did that affect you? Um, I don't really take it well. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's more so I'm very hard on myself naturally. Yeah. I think that comes from sports naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, I just hate. I've never been a good loser. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I never, ever. Like, I do not take it well. I, yeah. I will find every excuse in the book. I will come up with every sort of reason. I just never, I never take it. I'm a hard, like, I'm just a tough loser. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm, like, gracious uh like i'll be gracious but i do not like mm-hmm. it whatsoever so so are you a tough winner as well like if you win are, uh, you, are you like rubbing it in and so <laughs> it depends it depends yeah. like if it's a friend yeah yeah definitely but if it's someone no nah, i'm very like i won't be cocky or anything like that yeah, yeah. i'm not naturally like a cocky person yeah, yeah whatsoever but it's just competition i'm just naturally very competitive when it comes to things like that so mm-hmm. i i hate losing in anything in life so i just that's that's what really fuels me yeah cool so yeah so what was like a time you remember where you failed and you were able to pick yourself back up even though you were hard on yourself and like you actually felt yourself get better um from it i would hmm, that's tough it is a tough one um man uh probably uh my junior my junior year yeah i uh I didn't really do well with baseball. Uh, mm-hmm. I I was kind of struggling. Uh, yeah. I I 
noticed that I, I was I didn't get any playing time really junior yeah. year baseball and I didn't really take that well because that was the first time in my life that I really didn't play much and yeah. it was kind of tough for me like I I found it hard to trust the process and mm -hmm. uh, continue to go hard in practice and like continue to try to mm -hmm. push myself you know and uh, I was having issues with my shoulder and stuff like that so mm -hmm. it was even tougher on me so yeah uh, senior like in that whole summer I spent the whole summer trying to uh like fix my shoulder and uh and just fix my all my mechanics and yeah. stuff like that for pitching and uh eventually by the end of the summer i i wasn't able to fix it <laughs> to be wow. honest with you yeah so it was kind of tough mm -hmm. uh i got i tried i even tried to throw a sidearm like i literally yeah, yeah i tried i tried everything yeah and uh, it didn't work out for me so eventually i just uh i i went up to the coach in the locker room this is one of like the hardest things i ever had to do i yeah. was like uh coach like i don't think i'm gonna be able to pitch this year so uh i think it would be better if i was just the dh like if i hit yeah and uh, he was like all right that's fine <laughs> and i was like all right like yeah. <laughs> and i ended up doing that and i think i had a pretty good season like yeah. I, I i succeeded uh and i cool. hit all my goals that i wanted to and i just mm -hmm. it was something in my head just kind of flipped at that moment because i i spent all that time focusing on one thing mm -hmm. and i failed and then I realized that maybe mm -hmm. things are okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I was able to handle that rejection just because of that one confirmation I got from another yeah. person. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I didn't get that reassurance, then I probably would have had a heavy heart for a long time, you know, because yeah. I, I was so passionate about it. Mm -hmm. That might've also opened up your mind to that whole boxed in thing. Like yeah, don't exactly. box yourself into that one thing and move mm -hmm. forward. Yeah, because I spent the whole summer working mm -hmm. alone by myself yeah. and telling myself this is my one goal and if mm -hmm. I don't succeed, then I don't, I don't know, like, what the fuck, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, I completely understand. Um, yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. Like, at least, uh, you know, you had a good season and you were, you worked through it. And, yeah. like, it really showed you, um, you know, that coach did, like, he probably knew that you were good at hitting anyway. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And like that you were good he yeah. didn't need you as that pitcher yeah it was yeah it was more or less not as much about baseball it was just the feeling of rejection yeah. you know what i mean because i've i've moved past all that oh you yeah know, I, yeah but it's just it's just the the lesson itself mm -hmm. you know yeah that makes a lot of sense i think that's a good point to end off at yeah yeah I all agree. right well thanks for listening and uh check back next thursday <laughs> all right